Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast and Block Talk Radio Show. Uh, today is a very, very big and important day for us, and it's the 101st anniversary of the miracle of sun, the Lady of Fatima in Portugal. Uh, now, for those who may be not as familiar with the story, uh, Mary uh, was... Uh, had apparitions and visited uh, three children from Portugal who now are, I believe, all are saints. And uh, it, it first started in, I believe, May 13th. Of course, May well, I believe that that's correct now. And uh, she told uh, the three children of Fatima what was going to be happening in different things and events in the world about World War one will be ending, World War II will be coming, of course she didn't call it those names, and a lot of other events that around the world was going to happen, but one of the important events of that time was everyone wanted to see something, some big event, or some miracle. So she promised that on October 13th, uh, 12 noon, uh, in 1917, that it was going to be some big event. And it was, it was a rainy day that day, and uh, we had pictures of it, uh, uh, where over 100,000 people were there. And uh, considering that's uh, amazing of a small town of, uh, of Fatima in Portugal. And so everyone was wet and rainy. And then, then all of a sudden, the sun came out. But it, it, it wasn't, and everyone just dried off. You can see it's like, it was amazing because... It looked like the, the sun was coming really close to the individuals, and people would worry. People thought this was the end of the day, end of the time. It was circling. It was doing different, crazy different things. And, and the people who were there, not just the three children who in the past had uh, saw Mary, and no one else saw anything else. So they were just taking the children's word. But then everyone got to see over 100,000 people of the, the miracle of the sun. Because Mary promised that. Now, Mary, and through Jesus, gives us miracles all the time. Not just in Portugal, but around the world. But we are, are we open enough to see it? That is the question. And if you listen to some of my previous shows and podcasts, you know I've been fortunate enough that I call, I call them miracles for sure. And uh, one of the great miracles is when, uh, uh, in Rome, Italy, uh, back maybe, I believe, about four years ago, when they had the canonization mass of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. So I was fortunate to be in there, and uh, I believe it was over 100,000 people at that time. I don't know who saw what. <laughs> be honest with you, it was a very hot day. It was like in the 90s. And of course, outside for many, many hours. And we were standing in the back. And so it was heat. So a lot of people uh, were having heat strokes. They were more worried about the heat. And for some reason, I wasn't worried about the heat. <laughs> because uh, I believe I was invited. Uh, a few months before that, um, Mother Teresa uh, 
they had a movie called The Letters. And uh, myself, my wife, it was an opening night on Friday, Friday night. We went to the opening night show. It was only four people there. And also, that was a time where Mother Teresa uh, was not a saint. She was a blessed. So I, on my podcast and my show, I was kind of campaigning <laughs> for Mother Teresa. I kind of stated, and you know, maybe I was off call. And I apologize to anybody I may have offended. Because sometimes I do that when I get, you know, worked up about a topic. <laughs> and I, you know, I love John Paul II. I actually saw him in person when he came to Miami. And uh, he's a great saint. But he became a saint before Mother Teresa. And I said, wait a minute. Is, is there a prejudice here? Why is... I mean, he's a pope, of course, and uh, a great saint, a great person. But why did he become saint? And, you know, where is Mother Teresa? She's still a blessed. So, sort of, you know, I always take different signs. Uh, but uh, the Vatican on December 12th, uh, the prior year, on my birthday, announced that Mother Teresa would become a saint in the following October. So that, that has to be coming up, I believe. Uh, I have to look it up. Uh, it could be right around now. So that's, that's something interesting I just I thought of. i got to look that up. And so was there a miracle there? I say yes. Now, I don't know. I talked to some other people in our group. I was happy to be in a group with uh, the Australian group <laughs> and how I got attached to that travel group in that place was someone from that Australian group was listening to my podcast. So they asked me if I'd be interested in going. Of course, I always wanted to go. So I felt it was like an imitation from, of course, God and Mary, but also Mother Teresa herself wanted me there. And we did not see the miracle of the sun, but I could, you know, definitely show you photos where it looked like heaven and earth were there to see Mother Teresa and canonization mass. And this is actually before the mass part, was just the canonization part. And uh, I could see the formations in the clouds. And some of these pictures, I guess, you know, when we look in clouds, we all have a different interpretation of what a clown was. Clown was and um well i saw one of the pictures that looked like an archangel because it was so big that's all i think it's an archangel because it was huge and just under that was the cross of our lord jesus but it wasn't your typical cross that we see in church you know this perfectly straight wood it was more like a tree type of cross where uh, i believe historians uh, state that that's really what it was more like so Jesus was there, of course. I think when Jesus is there, uh, uh, the archangel is there to protect him, I'm sure he becomes a visit. But then the strangest thing, and it wasn't until like recently, uh, it was like a, a big rock in the background, like call it uh, the balcony. <laughs> the background, it was these, these, a big line of clouds. But the, but the amazing part was it, and each one of those clouds, and it was, it was, I don't know how many there were, I didn't really count was like a little line and a little circle. A little line and a little circle. And it could have been hundreds or even more. I you know, I really didn't know. And it was always troubling. But what was what what was it, these little circles? Hmm. And then on some 
listening to uh, Father Michael Gately, and we're doing his uh, one of his retreats on the uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus, and that he calls the little souls. He calls the little souls. He says that's what we should be. I mean, there's he calls it two types of saints. You have the great, great saints like uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta and John Paul II and uh, uh, St. Father Pio Pio. I mean, all these great saints, we could name St. Bastanita. I mean, I, we could, uh, uh, St. Teresa the Little Flower. I mean, we could go to the apostles. I mean, all the saints. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of saints which God gives us. So those are the big, grandest. But how about the little the saints of that unknown, that little circle? I personally, and I've told stories about uh, my aunt, Sister Mary Teresa, who was a sister, and gave her a life for our Lord Jesus. And, you know, uh, she's not the only one. Of course, a lot of sisters and brothers and priests uh, do that. But then uh, uh, I realized that at praying and praying Rosie 13 years after her, her death, that when uh, I prayed also to her, she gave me an experience of this greatest love that I think it was heaven. And the love of everyone, not just the love of your family, not just the love of your friends, but love of everyone. This is how Lord, how Lord says, love thy enemy, love everyone. So heaven is love for everyone. And then uh, a few months later, my sister uh, uh, from New York came to visit me, and I told her this story. And her eyes got real big because she happened to be at uh, my aunt's funeral, Sister Mary Teresa, Sister Rally. And she had that same feeling. So she went basically within a couple of days, she went right to heaven. So she's not a canonized saint, but she could be one of the little saints that uh, Father Michael Gailey is talking about. The one he states that he is. The one that we hope to be ourselves. And he hopes to be. So we, we may not be making these great, grander things like Mother Teresa. And God bless that we have someone like Mother Teresa because what she started with her, her sisters is still going on today. So, I thank you, Mother Teresa. But today, we want to thank Our Lady of Fatima because she brought us this greatest love that we will love her, of course, but we go to love her son also. Because that's what her main goal is. She, you know, she wants us to feel love, of course, and she's our mother, our spiritual mother and the mother of our Lord Jesus. But also, she wants us to go to find her son who died in the cross. And so, those who live in the South Florida area, I, I will invite. We are doing it, and you could pick up the book. And, and uh, I don't know, I have it with me. But it is Consoling uh, the Heart of Jesus. And that's that's so important to our Lord. So anything that's important to our Lord 
should be important to us. You know, it is believed in that many priests, many priests have mentioned that another priest that God has no reality of time. Time is one essence. It's just from the beginning to the middle to the end. It, it, at time, there is no time. Man created time. God did not. So when our Lord was suffering and knew that he was going to uh, suffer the death and the, and the painful way of the passion of Christ, he, he was also human and he, he needed warmth. He needed someone there. And, and his friend there at the time, the apostles, they all were asleep. So, so what did he do? He went to the future. Because God could do that. So he could see people consoling him. So what you may consult him now today, he would have seen back then. Just think about that. How we can console our Lord Jesus Christ when he needed the most. No, he's in heaven now. But back then, that would console him. Just think of that. The power that we have. That's why I think this book is an amazing, amazing book. And uh, you could order it, uh, I guess, for uh, Amazon. It's, the sales tax is fourteen fifty, Or you just want to come by and look at the, uh, the DVD videos that Father Michael uh, did. It's 10, 10 lessons. Uh, we just completed the fourth. So um, we have six more lessons to go. But, you know, that's okay. You could read you could actually read the book, uh, he states, in the weekend. So you could catch up with the reading. There's no problem. And, uh, you know, we could always go backtrack and maybe I could lend out to the DVDs if someone really wants to see the beginning. Or I believe that they're online, the video, so you could probably even see it online. So, And uh, so that's at St. Uh, David's Castle Church in Davie, Florida. It's uh, right uh, on University Drive next to Griffin Road. And we're going to meet uh, next Friday again uh, at 7 p.m. in room 203. So you're all welcome. Refreshments and goodies. Well, I tried to get a little housey uh, last week. Someone also brought the cakes and the goodies, but I brought some fruit and uh, veggies. So I tried to get a little healthy, but of course, we're still good. So it's amazing. These DVDs, I'm learning and stuff. Yeah, though number four is, is about uh, our sacrifices, our fears. You know, we fear that, you know, what do, do we have to go? Like Jesus died on the cross and suffering? And then Father, Father Gately says in, the, in the, the videos, he says no. He says, uh, no, Father Mike. I don't know if you call him Father, but Mike. <laughs> Jesus may not have to do that. I, I don't know. But within himself, he, he felt it that um just come with me he said he said do i have to do i have to suffer the pain that you suffered do i have to go on the cross no god doesn't want us to suffer at all you know what the only thing he asked him that he wanted and this is so simple he just wanted a friend someone to be with him while he knew how he was going to be suffering because he knows past, present, and future at that very moment. Wouldn't it 
we all like to help our Lord through his suffering. Now, something else, we all are going to suffer in different ways, but, you know, that has nothing to do with our Lord Jesus. But he'll be there with us if we need him, because, let's face it, life, you have to suffer. You know, we were created originally by Adam and Eve to live forever and, and not to have any suffering. But we all know the story of the Garden of Eden, so, unfortunately, they gave us original sin. So it was Satan that gives us the suffering. Satan that created death. But one day, and it's, I don't think it's going to be that long, it's going to be a thousand years of no suffering. Just think about it, a thousand years. Matter of fact, just to proclaim it and new, they are studying right now, scientists, it's, it's one little gene that creates making uh, you older, you know, look older, you know, all your wrinkles and every hair, gray hair and all that. It's one little gene. So just think about it. God could take away that one little gene for, for a thousand years. No, you're not going to look like a thousand-year-old man will look normally as of today. But God has it. He's going to look like you were back when you were 20. <laughs> or 25, you know, whatever we look the best at, <laughs> I guess. Because, and then we're going to be healthy. Everything, you know, if we were blind, we're going to see. If we were deaf, we're going to hear. So, all our problems are going to be gone for a thousand years. Rain. And that is coming soon, my people. They're coming soon. So, believe in it and pray for it. And pray for the world in peace. Pray for what's going on right now. I live in South Florida, so those in northern Panhandle, by Tallahassee, and Mexico Beach. I didn't even know it was in Mexico Beach, to be honest with you. And I've been to the Panhandle. It's very beautiful, the white sandy beaches at Panama Beach. Beautiful, beautiful. I pray for all those who lost their lives. I pray for those families, members who have family members who lost their lives, or those who were injured, those whose houses were totally destroyed, may, may they build them up again. So we do a prayer also for uh, those in the, the Panhandle, and, and pray for Florida, pray for Georgia, pray for, again, the Carolinas, uh, they was getting over Florence, and so, um, you know, Michael's giving another punch, and uh, so we'll, we'll pray for all those, and those, unfortunately, it's going to happen again. You know, we have hurricanes in Florida and, and Southeast. Other places have earthquakes. Those are overseas in South America. Volcanoes. I mean, that's just part of, you know, our life. But one day, and I don't think it's going to be that long, we're going to be. There's not the problem. It's funny because... I don't want to say it's funny. It is truthful that the Bible states that what will occur in the Revelation is earthquakes, tornadoes, typhoons, hurricanes, disasters. That will be the final days. That's, that's what it puts in the Bible, what the final days is going to look like. So I hate to tell you, it looks like 
the final days is going to be short by. But still, we believe in prayer. And today, uh, uh, we did a lot of prayers. We did, uh, of course, start off with a rosary, and we did a bunch of other prayers. But one of the prayers that uh, came to uh, St. Fascinated from Poland was a prayer for salvation of the world. And that's going to be our prayer today. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, hear our prayer for salvation of the world. Grant mercy to all souls that turn away from you. Open their hearts and their minds with your light. Gather your children from east and west, from north and south. Have mercy, O God, on those who do not know you. Bring them out of darkness into your light. You are our saving God who leads us in our salvation. Protect us from evil. Blessed and praise you, O Lord, hear our prayers and answer us. You, our Savior, are the hope of all the ends of the earth and the distant seas. May your way be known upon earth. Among all nations your salvation. We put the world in your hands. Fill us with your love. Grant us peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. And God bless you all. And God bless the children and the families who lost their homes due to Hurricane Michael, due to Hurricane Florence, and due to the, all the, you know, tornadoes and earthquakes and volcanoes, all the natural disasters and that occurred in this world this year and next. Amen, amen, and God bless you all. And I hope to talk to you.